You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Really honest, sports. Can anyone stop San Fran? The Jags? <coughs> You're choking, you're choking. Sorry, <clears throat> the Chargers and the rest of the Super Wild Card Weekend coming your way. Welcome in to episode number 97 of the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. It's after the wild, 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 wild card weekend. I'm back here with with the wild guys that are JD and and who else we got today? We got Roach, man. We always got Roach. What's up, Roach? What's going on? What's going on? Back again on a Monday, fellas. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, this will be the last Monday before we get to talk about the Eagles in a playoff game. So let's let's get into this Super Wild Card Weekend, man. Absolute insanity. So we're gonna start it off with the only game that wasn't close: Seattle and San Fran at the half. What were you about? What were y'all boys thinking? That Gino ain't it. That Gino is not it. Y'all even when they still, were up, even when they was up, it, at no point of the game was I like, oh my god, the Seahawks are—they gonna win this game. Now I will say this: DK looked good, but DK always gonna look good. Yeah, he, DK is an enormous human being that runs <laughs> a four-three. You got to put DK up there with these top receivers. I ain't taking. I've been on this DK train for a while. I'm not taking nobody else nonsense saying that DK is not one of the top wide receivers of the NFL. Top five? Okay, top ten, top ten, top ten. Top 10. All right. <laughs> Damn, I don't know, man. All right, all right. Aaron, what are you thinking at halftime of that game? I don't know. I think I think Roach and I were watching different games again this week. I don't know. I mean, I thought Gino was balling in that first half. I couldn't believe it. I was like – Going into halftime, I was like, man, Seattle got a shot in this game because, I mean, their defense made enough plays to keep it at 13. I mean, Gino was bombing it downfield to DK, like hitting them right on the numbers. Like, I was like, man, the, Seattle has a shot, and I, I would have loved to see it. I, I'm just not a Sam. I say it every week, man. I, I just don't like San Francisco. So I wanted to see them lose, and it was a, it was a story of uh, two halves, though. I mean, that game was first half, I would say, not all Seattle, but Seattle had – some good momentum, and then that second half, it was all San Fran. That's when you can say Gino came back to to reality. And unfortunately, I mean, they couldn't really run the ball a whole lot. Uh, yeah, but like he said, I mean, I think DK is top five, and and may not maybe not even five to be honest with you. But oh, okay, uh, that dude, you get that that guy the ball. He he's he's trucking over somebody or or, or stiff arming the whole secondary. So. I mean, yeah, I wish Seattle would have pulled it out, but obviously San Fran just being way too much in the second half. 
So real quick, Aaron, I got two questions here. This is a multifaceted question. So first of all, Gino wants to finish his career in Seattle. He made that very, cre- uh, very clear post game. So I'll ask you first, Aaron, if you're talking about DK top five, who do you have above him? And then for both y'all boys, I know Roach is probably like Gino ain't the man, but do you guys think Gino should be the man in Seattle based on what he showed this year? So who's above Metcalf? So I know Roach is going to argue with you right here. Who's above Metcalf? I mean, I'd say AJ Brown's probably above him right now, but I think I think if you put like a great quarterback with him, he could he could be almost identical to AJ Brown in my opinion. Who else? I mean, I guess DeAndre Hopkins if if Kyler Murray wasn't such a d bag. Uh, I mean, after that, it's like Cooper Cup, yeah. but Cooper Cups are injured all year, you know. So you didn't mention JJ, but you got to go with Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, yeah, yeah, the cheetah, right. man. I mean, I'll give you Tyreek Hill, but I like the man. I if I'm building a team, I want those big body receivers, man. They they just truck people over. They it just seems like they don't ever get hurt. Like I'll take I'll take one of those speed guys and put them in the slot, but if I'm going out and getting a number one receiver, I'm getting AJ Brown or or DK Metcalf, like. He's right. He's right there in that top. I think you can make a case. He's top five. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take him. I'll take him. Oh, look, 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 look. No, no, no. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick before Roach lays into you. So I didn't even mention Debo. So in that game, are you gonna take multifaceted Debo Samuel or are you gonna take DK Metcalf? Because I mean, Debo is one of the most underrated players in the game. And because that boy that- from the Gamecocks. <laughs> That's a tough one. I see. I see where you can go with that, but I, it, it's just my preference to have that guy. It's six foot three, six two, built. I mean, he can just truck over anybody. Like I, I want that guy on my team. I don't want to have to go against that guy. That can that can be a coin flip. I'll give you that. That can be a coin flip. I mean, DK is a hell of a receiver, and there, there's no doubt whatsoever that he's a top ten, top five, even potentially. So I can't fault on you for that, but. Bro, who you taking, man? DK all Metcalf. Right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Enough with the tomfoolery. I love <laughs> DK Metcalf. If you ask any of my friends, you know, look, I, I knew that me and DK was going to have a special relationship after he chased <laughs> my, one of my favorite quarterbacks down, Buda Baker. I was, I was like, yes, it ain't sir. No way. Yes, I sir. Say, I, I said, it ain't no way. I said, yeah, this dude's special. But I, <laughs> as much as I like him, Ain't no way in hell I'm about to say this man is better than Tyreek Hill, okay? <laughs> it, it does not – look, I love a big-body receiver because I, I, I love Alshon. I love A.J. Brown. I love D.K. I love that type of receiver as well, but I'm not going to sit here and lie to myself and say <laughs> I'm taking him over Tyreek. It, it, that's, that's, that's number one. So number, my number one is going to be Tyreek. My number two is going to be Justin Jefferson. Yep. My number three is going to be D-Hop. Not my number four is going to be Stefan Diggs. I can't even believe you did not say Stefan Diggs. This man here is going crazy. <laughs> I mean, he is just being belligerent. Oh, okay. oh, oh this man bro. is bang, bang, like, shots like, fired. Shots yeah, fired. like there's no way you don't put him up there. AJ Brown got to be up there. Put put uh put DK on the on the uh, Bills real quick. I'm not going to even indulge your conversation in saying that <laughs> because I hate – this is something I hate. Uh, oh, well, if he was on this, he not. He ain't there. <laughs> he ain't there. Hey, look, if if I'm sure that almost any any player in the NFL could succeed if you put them with certain players. Like that, so that – that I hate – oh, hey, look, hey, hey give, give – 
Um, Jalen Rager, Patrick Mahomes. I bet he looks good. No, don't go. Don't let's, let's, yeah, let's not get know. carried away now. I'm just on. saying. I'm just saying. Hey, still put, like put, hey, look, put put Jalen Rager with the Chiefs. That's Travis Kelsey. He he's gonna have he's gonna get catches. He is. He's is still gonna muff punts. He's still gonna he muff punts. So they 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 not putting him back there. Punt. I can tell you <laughs> that now. But so, if you if you put anybody with a talented enough team. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's gonna be opportunity for him. So I, I'm not I'm not indulging that argument. I ain't doing it. Yeah. So so Jalen Rager instead of having 20 career 20 catches in the year, he'd have like 30 with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I'm I'm not gonna do Pat like that. Every Hey, look, hey, hey. You see, you it's Kadarius Tony. You seen Kadarius Tony struggling? That boy got that boy got to the Chiefs. This this gremlin is going crazy. <laughs> gremlin. So is Gino the answer then in Seattle, Roche? No, no, I'm, no. You know what, Gino? You said you I, you said is Gino should Gino be the man? He should be the man to back up the starter. Oh, <laughs> oh my. okay, okay. Bodied him. Bodied okay. Him. Like, the score was seventeen to sixteen. They was up, but by one. <laughs> Y'all act like this man was out there just going crazy. It, look, I, 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 I would, I would have took Huntley. I would have took Huntley. Gino has had a, a great season. His completion percentage has been great. Don't get me wrong. And I think this is like his his worst completion percentage, and it was still decent. You can find better. Who you want? You want Gino or Derek Carr? With that team. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. I want to I want to risk a draft pick. I want to risk a draft pick. I want to trade. I want to trade Gino. I want to get some. I want to get some stock, man. I don't want either one of them. I don't want either one of them in that situation. But all right. You got to look at who's on the other side of the ball, though. San Francisco, the best defense. Every single week we keep saying, well, I mean, I haven't been saying this, but most people have. When is Brock Purdy going to come down to earth? That first half, not the best half. Let's let's be real here, though. Brock Purdy coming out of that second half. The man ends with a total of three touchdowns in the air, one on the ground, and over 300 yards. Yes, he has McCaffrey. Yes, 70-some of those yards came off Debo being Debo. The man's balling out, though. The man's balling out. I'll be the first one to say it. Yeah, I'm the one that been saying it. When is Purdy going to fold? Yep, you have been. To your consensus, hey, look, second half of that game comes around, Touchdown, 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 field goal, touchdown. I'm just like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Somebody get this man some water. He is scorching <laughs> earth out here. I'm 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 gonna go ahead and say it. I ain't been wanting to say it. Uh-oh. 49ers might be the only team that make me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that for weeks, man. Aaron and I have been talking about that for weeks, bro. I just but I just been like, at some point he's gonna fold. He just wasn't folding. He just wasn't folding. No, I, I see what you're saying. I think he's been put in the ultimate situation to succeed. I think the man has incredible poise. I think he worked out his playoff jitters in that first half. Ideal team for him to be facing to have to deal with those those jitters, honestly. But here, here's something for you. L.A. Rams, Sean McVay is coming back after taking a couple of days off. Do you think the Rams are able to compete next year, or do you think this is going to be San Fran's division for the foreseeable future? I mean, you got Matthew Stafford coming back. Cooper Cup coming back. Is this going to be competitive next year? I'm be honest. Um, Brutally. So that, that that team took took a they took a, a licking this year. I mean, they, <laughs> they had Cooper Cup. Let's be honest. Cooper Cup was like made the majority of that offense. Without Cooper Cup, it 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 hindered a lot of stuff. 
It, it did. It just hindered a lot of stuff. I, I ain't saying they're going back to the Super Bowl, but when Cooper Cup comes back, they should look better. You think they're looking better? Are they a team that's hovering around 500, or are they are they going to compete for the division title next year? Well, since they went five and twelve, they should get an extra piece to, to complement Cooper Cup. So I, I believe they they should be a little over five hundred. They, okay. well, they're going to be a playoff team next year. I bet you that. Ugh. Okay, Aaron, what do you think? I don't know, man. I mean, what? How many draft picks? Uh, it seems like they traded every draft pick for the next ten years when they constructed this team. <laughs> so hey, I don't. Detroit. It's like, man, I don't know because that that Matthew Stafford injury is pretty. That's a pretty gruesome one, uh, like the spinal contusion. So if he gets hit around a good bit next year, I mean, he could. I don't know if he'll withstand a whole season again. To be honest with you, um, I still think Brock Purdy won't be this good forever. I, I just there's no way he's going to be this consistent. Um, every he's not another Mahomes in my opinion. Um, hey, tell that to Tom. <laughs> that's, all right. that's all right, man. We're still we're still early in this guy's career, in my opinion. So, with with Stafford being healthy and with Cooper Cup being healthy, they can compete for the division. If they don't have one of those guys, they won't. It has to. They have to have both of them. I don't know, man. San Fran is loaded on both sides of the ball, but I don't know if they'll be able to hold hold other players there. You know, going forward as well. Like, how's their situation going to look next year? I don't know. And you said he just he had a spinal contusion. Something like that, something along those lines. I mean, if it was a spinal contusion, I believe he'll be all right because contusion is just a bruise. So he had a spine bruise. I, hey, look, hey, come back from the spine bruise. I've had five spine surgeries, so anytime I hear something about a spine, I just I, it makes me kind of shudder. I'm not gonna lie to you. Your back <laughs> is broke. You ain't having contusions. Your back is beat up. Them disc those, those disc problems, man. I wish it was just breaks. They would heal, but anyway. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about breaking, talk about, uh, <laughs> man, talk about breaking the spine. Trevor Lawrence, four first half interceptions. The Jacksonville Jaguars, five first half turnovers. They're down 27 to nothing toward the end of that second quarter. You already know that the Chargers are going to charge her. Brandon Staley's gone. In my mind, Brandon Staley is gone. Tell me I'm wrong. Nah, he definitely gone. They, I, I heard. I heard he had to buy his own ticket. <laughs> I heard the man went on vacation. <laughs> I do. Hey, look, he he definitely gone. Uh, my my real question to this game though is, was it the comeback or was it Justin Herbert? Mm, I think mm. it was the play calling. I mean, where did Austin Eckler go? You're up that many points. You're up twenty-seven to seven going into the third quarter. Austin Eckler ends that game with like with 13 rushes. The play calling was absolute dog crap. I mean, Herbert, sure, 25 of 43 is the lower completion percentage, but the man didn't throw any interceptions. I think the play calling was absolutely dog shit. I mean, you're up that many points. You're trying to milk the clock a little bit. You got to give that for the ball. It's not like Eckler's a bum. The guy was a stud all year round. I mean, one of the most underrated running backs in the league. I mean, he, he had a little bit of injuries, but he averaged 6.7 yards of carry all year. Why does he so, just disappear? I agree with you, but that's what I'm saying. You got to milk the clock a little bit. They didn't even give Eckler the ball, meaning they wasn't even milking the clock. Right. You can't make no passes. You can't like, uh, like, bro. Three points the whole second half. Three. I'm and hey, look. I'm I'm not saying that Herbert's a bad quarterback. He got a five thousand year. He's a good. He is talented. He is a good quarterback. Is he a winner though? That's it. Or is it yeah. the organization? Or is it the organization? That's another question. Hey, yep. 
LA can't handle it, bro. They couldn't handle it in San Diego with Philip Rivers. Can they not <laughs> handle Herbert now in L? You know what I'm saying? Like they, the Chargers. They moved to the cities, and the, the results the same, man. Like, there's no excuse. Like, I'd be like Brandon Staley. Where are you from, man? Oh, Ohio. Okay, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send your ass right back there. You're not welcome in our. In, in, <laughs> You can't come back to this. I don't want to see you step foot on this facility another day. Like, that's ridiculous, man. There is no excuse. I don't care if there's Tom Brady, Randy Moss, anybody on the other side. Like, you cannot. You're up 27 to nothing, man. And you're all over. You're swarming Jacksonville. You're making Trevor Lawrence look like a, an absolute, like, atrocity. in the, A in bum. The, horrible in the first half. Horrible in the first half. And then you can't you can't figure out how to put him away like that. You can't. There's no excuse for that. For perspective here, Trevor Lawrence had never thrown a first quarter interception in his career. He threw three in the first quarter. He threw four total in that first half. Three of them to Asante Samuel Jr. We remember Asante Samuel as an Eagles fan. And Samuel was the first player in NFL history with three INTs in his playoff debut. Five turnovers in the first half, and you can't put him away. I do have to ask the question, though, as well. Yeah, sure. The play call was dog crap. Eckler disappeared. But Herbert has to make a few of those throws. I still put it on Brandon Staley 100%. I put it on that defensive calls. I put it on the offensive coordinator. That whole staff is gone if, I, if I'm the, the owner of the Chargers. You're <laughs> yeah, all gone. He said the You're whole all staff. Gone. The whole staff the trainers, is gone. The trainers, hey, the athletic well, trainers. <laughs> I mean, they seem to do a pretty good job. But other than that, you know, that whole staff is gone. I'm gutting the team. I'm going to trade my next five first-round draft picks for Sean Payton. I'm going to put him up in a nice room. I'm going to give him the top-of-the-line quality, you know, set up in, in Los Angeles. No, I mean, that's a little extreme, but is Justin Herbert the problem? I, Yeah, he sure, he made some bad throws. But in all fairness, the Jacksonville Jaguars knew what was coming because they kept throwing the ball over and over. It's easier to stop a one-dimensional offense. Let's be real here. And look, I ain't saying the man is the problem. Once again, I believe he's good, but that you got to do, you got to figure something out that second half. And, and you know what? That's another reason I believe that the league is is coming to consensus of being a dual quarterback lead. I don't care what nobody say. Oh, dual quarterbacks, oh, they're gonna get injured. I mean, they're gonna get injured. Oh, say what you want to. Dual quarterback, hey, look, he running one of those. Something getting the first down. Yeah, you're, you're getting something. That's something you want. You'll have more than three. Also, also, as a Carolina fan, I, I I can't let this this ride. I told y'all, I told y'all, this man, Trevor is he is a good quarterback, but four interceptions, we ain't letting this man off the hook. Come on now, that that's 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 Buki. Look, come on, man, man, Bull come job. on, man. Hey, ain't no ball game. You turn the ball over five times and all as a team, and you win that game. It's one of those man. It's one of those. Did the Jaguars win it or did the Chargers lose it? I think the Chargers lost that flat out. I think the Chargers game. lost it as well. Yeah. Oof. That's tough. I mean, Trevor Lawrence becoming the second player in NFL history with four TD passes and four INTs in a postseason game. Big Ben being the first against uh, the Browns in 2020. And yeah. You want me to believe that that he won the game? <laughs> you can't play like trash, come back and have a, a good a good second half, and then you just be like, oh, you, you are amazing. I'm not doing it. <laughs> hey, but I will tell you something crazy I heard, and I didn't believe it was true, and I had to research it like crazy. Y'all know Trevor Lawrence ain't never lost on a Saturday? I did see that. Like, I'm over here like, nah, man, I've been watching this man play college football. He don't got beat. Yeah, this man ain't never lost on a Saturday, bro. He lost in the championship, which ain't played on a Saturday. Yeah, yep. Yeah. 
Saturday is his day. It's not Jeff Saturday's day over there in Indy, but when Ooh. you're down in Jacksonville, you got Mr. Lawrence on a Saturday. I'm telling you, what do you think? Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars probably push for more Saturday games being played, you know, as the future continues. I would imagine at least. Yeah, Doug Peterson's down there, like, yeah, you know, we want to all go to church on Sunday, so you know, we're gonna we're gonna play on Saturdays every week. Yeah, they, they might veto for it because they they got the man on Saturday apparently. Oh, that's good. That's good. Man, last last few things I'm going to say about that that Chargers game, man. So, third largest comeback in NFL playoff history, biggest win in Jaguars history, biggest comeback win Jaguars history and the biggest blown lead in Chargers history. So, Brandon Staley might want to follow Cliff Kingsbury's direction. <laughs> that man took a one-way one-way ticket trip to Thailand. <laughs> Y'all see that? Yeah, that 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 hey, look, hey. That man, that man said he done had some calls already. Said he is not interested right now. <laughs> yeah, for that's real. The, that's the Kyler Murray effect right there. Ever since he yelled at him on the sideline, he's been thinking about looking, looking that Ooh. point. He said, "I have <laughs> enough of this guy." He said, "I can't wait to get out of Arizona. You know, figure, figure. You know, forget getting out of Arizona. I'm gonna get out of the states. Can't get far <laughs> enough away from that man. Get, get to Thailand. I'm not gonna have any phone coverage where you can bitch at me." <laughs> <laughs> Another option that is definitely going to be closed for the Chargers and any team needing a coach, uh, Jim Harbaugh, is going to be staying with Michigan. So he's out of the mix for, for anybody at this point. So good news for Michigan fans and bad news for any of the coaches looking at – or I'm sorry, good news for Michigan fans, bad news for any of the NFL teams that were trying to get him to come lead their team. So we'll move right along to the Bills and the Dolphins. First of all, just another positive DeMar Hamlin update. He was able to make it to the facility to be with his teammates uh, before the game, which was pretty cool the day before the game. But he is still on oxygen and being monitored closely by the doctors. He was watching the game at home. His poor heart during that Bills-Dolphins game. What are your first thoughts on that? Gee whiz, 34-31 Bills over the Dolphins. But, Roach, me and you were talking about that game throughout. I know you left the movie theater so you couldn't finish watching it (laughs) on your phone. But uh, that, that was a, man, that was a heart thumper, that's for sure. Man, so <laughs> that 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 game right there was crazy. That I, ain't, I like no ifs ands or buts about it. So I'm I'm like, oh well, I'm supposed to be going to the movie theaters. Uh, this is gonna be a blowout game. The Bills gonna just kill Miami. I watched this game. I, so I, so this game started at like two something, right? If I'm not mistaken. No, the movie started at two forty. The yeah, game started the game. at one. If I'm not mistaken. So yeah. I watched this game all the way up to like two o'clock. I'm like, oh, this, this is a good game. This is a good game. I tell Rage, I'm like, hey, I got to go to the movies. I leave the movie theater. I, I got to <laughs> see the end of this game so bad. Uh, this this game here was, hey, look, Scholar Thompson actually played a good game for throwing two interceptions and being a backup. Could have did better. But uh, the tale of this game truly was exactly what I've been saying. Josh, Josh Allen throwing these interceptions in the red zone and just unconsciously thinks that his talent will get him out of whatever struggle he's going through. And and it's working so far, but it's going to come a time where it's not. Right. You're facing Skylar Thompson, third string quarterback. Um, you got to give uh, Miami's defense so credit where it's due. They sacked, they sacked down seven times. You know, the Bills out yarded Miami 423 to 231, but they had, there's turnovers, forced three turnovers. And it could have been more, man. The Bills had two fumbles, one on a, a strip sack that they recovered, another on a muff punt that they also recovered. I mean, they, 
anything or any more wrong bounces and the Dolphins come away with that with that victory. Honestly, the Bills are up 17 nothing. You think, oh, this is an easy dub. All of a sudden, at the end of the first half, it's 20-17. And at that point in time, I started realizing that we have a game. I started realizing all of a sudden, okay, this is a division game. I picked the Bills to blow out the Dolphins. I started feeling a little stupid, not going to lie. But when it came down to it, Roach, you're totally right. Josh Allen, and, you know, we'll talk about, you know, Friday we'll, we'll discuss the, the upcoming games uh, for this coming up weekend. But if it took till the end of the game – to win 34 to 31, Josh Allen with three turnovers to beat the Dolphins and third stringer Skylar Thompson. You can't do that against Joe Burrow. Joe Seisty, Joe Cool, man, Patrick Mahomes. The Bills are just going to get completely blown out if Allen plays that way against Cincinnati, if he plays it that way against Kansas City. I mean, even if he plays that way against Jacksonville, because Jacksonville has an opportunistic defense. Um, I'm not going to lie. Aaron, what do you think, man? Yeah, I think you guys hit that one on hit the nail on the head like I mean if you're if you're Buffalo like yeah you come away with a playoff win that's what you want to do but the the like the reason this game was as close as it was is those turnovers like turnovers will kill you other than Jacksonville which like was kind of like a fluke game in all honesty like you know if they had Tua on the other side I mean you probably think Miami gonna win this game uh just the way that Josh Allen played um he yeah like you said he can't be doing that like the playoffs only heighten every like every turnover is more important in the playoffs than it is in the regular season. Everything's magnified. I mean, Josh Allen's turning into Brett Favre a little bit, where he just thinks he can make every throw on the field. Oof. There, there could be triple Oof. coverage. He's throwing it in there, and 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 it's getting picked off, man. Like you can't, you have you have such a good team and such a balanced team on both sides of the ball. Like that defense is, is big time. Like you just just don't turn the ball over. You know, put some points up. Most of the offense does go through Josh Allen, but you got to be more careful with the ball. And and to your credit, uh, JD, on the point that, I mean, Miami like put up a hell of a fight. Like it, it, no, everybody was picking Miami to get blown out. Like ninety nine percent of the public thought this wasn't even going to be a game. I'm sure. And credit to them in the in the blustery cold with Skylar Thompson. Like they were in that game to the end. And and really, that you can make you can make cases that they should have won that game. Um, absolutely so i mean if you're miami i guess you look at it like next year you know who knows where lamar. this team can go lamar yeah there you go Something like that. <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that a little bit later lamar i don't know about all that i don't know if he's a raven next year but we'll talk about that game a little later but yeah so moving forward do you think josh allen gets it together do you think he takes a look at that tape and goes okay i need to be more careful with the football or do you think josh allen continues to do josh allen the way that he has been he 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 won't he he won't correct it this year. That's an off season correction. Okay, that Why? is that is that's <laughs> something that takes time. I mean, we we watch we watch countless quarterbacks do it. We watch Jalen have to go through an off season to correct his accuracy. We like right now, Josh Allen. And to be honest, if he wasn't so big, he would have been hurt. Yeah, but it, that is a correction. That is a. a a mental that's not just a because right now he's just all physical and he's like I can throw I can get this through there. I got a, a immaculate receiver in there. Like I can I can get this in there. You're a great quarterback. You're a great talent and you're a great athlete. It ain't no denying that. And you're a ginormous human being. Ain't no no <laughs> doubts about that. But that is that is you something you gotta work on. And the crazy part is because he is so so good and so big and so strong he ain't going to take a ton of flack for it. 
He ain't. It, like like I said, I'm the one that been saying this thing about the red zone, the red zone interceptions and turnovers. He keeps overcoming. Uh, I guess we're gonna call it diversity. I don't think it's diversity. Hell, you put it on yourself. Uh, like, <laughs> he, but he gonna over. He just keeps overcoming it with the talent that that he has. And I ain't gonna say around him, but don't get me wrong, the talent he has around him is amazing. But just the talent that he has within himself, and so he he, he gonna take the minimum. Like let Jalen had did that shit. Mm. Let Jalen Hurts had did that shit. Get him out of Philly. Yeah, fuck that guy. Like, it was, <laughs> like and they would have been riding in front of his house. Josh not gonna take that kind of shit. He's not. He's not, he not gonna take that kind of flag. Yeah, and the the turnover battle and the three losses that the Bills had going into this uh, this game, they they lost a the turnover battle seven to three. So you know, three losses minus four turnover differential. Not all of those were on Allen, but a decent amount of those were on Allen. So the yards are gonna be there. The pass yards are gonna be there. The rush yards are gonna be there. Can he hold on to the football? Can he you know either take a sack or run out of bounds or throw it incomplete? I feel like. You know, instead of a lot of these interceptions, instead of just throwing the ball away, he he tries to be Superman. And, I mean, he's not Cam Newton. I mean, he's a better quarterback than Cam, but that's another discussion. But anyway, you know, he tries to be Superman when, when in all honesty, all he got to do is throw the ball away. And I think that's where Patrick Mahomes is a level above Josh Allen because Pat knows if he can't make a play, sure, he throws some interceptions, but Pat knows he has that extra level of intelligence to go, okay, I'm going to throw it away. And I think that is something that is coached. Hopefully, Allen gets that right in the offseason because I do want to see the Bills win a Super Bowl. If it's not going to be the Eagles, I'd like to see Josh Allen bring one to Buffalo because he is a, an incredible talent. I mean, they have a great team in place. I like Sean McDermott, you know, obviously ex-Eagles defensive coordinator. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't think he's the Josh Allen of last year. Like, can he can he get to that point in the next game? I mean, he's going to have to. That's the thing. It's either going to be he, he shows out and plays – plays a great game or I mean you're this Bills fan base they got to be going a little bit crazy in the fact that I mean in the 90s they go to four straight Super Bowls they lose all four of them now they've been knocking on the door for what three four years consecutively at some point you gotta you gotta overcome uh I mean for him like like you guys said I mean he's digging his own hole so he has to stop doing that and Hopefully that doesn't get in his head too much where he's like, you know, double clutching the ball and like thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't throw it there. Maybe like when you're thinking too much and you're just not playing, you're not going to play well. So, I mean, he's going to have to correct these things or they're not going to get to where they want to get to it once again this year. So it's, hey, it's like look, put up see, or shut up. Watch this. I'm about to do something crazy. And y'all about to be like, what? Oops. You said he's not going to be the Josh Allen of last year. Well, the Josh Allen of last year had 4,407 yards. Well, this Josh Allen had 4,283, so about 100 off. Well, the Josh Allen of last year had a QBR of 66.3. Well, this one had a 71.5, which was even better. The Josh Allen of last year had 15 interceptions. Well, this one had 14. It's the same Josh Allen. It's the same dude. (laughs) What about the playoff stats, though? I don't know. Last year, the Bills lost that game to Kansas City. And again, the only quarterback on the planet to be able to pull that off was Patrick Mahomes. So I don't know, man. Night this year, you got the defending AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals, coming in to play Josh Allen. The Bengals didn't play the cleanest game. This this is going to be crucial. Josh Allen can make or break his legacy, honestly, right here. If he goes in, plays a clean game, beats Joe Burrow in this game to advance to the AFC championship, 
that's really going to cement his legacy as I can step up in the big games. Obviously, you know, you want to hit that next one and, and hit that AFC championship to go to the Super Bowl. But if he can come in and just, you know, absolutely dominate, dominate Burrow, that gives Bills fans something to be extra excited about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it would have been – you said yourself, if Tua would have played, this game probably went different. That's the only that that's the only difference. It it would have been the exact same Josh Allen had there been a better quarterback that didn't throw two interceptions on the Dolphins side. Now I agree with what you're saying. I ain't gonna say it can break his legs, so it can definitely make it. He can become a legend if he he beats Patrick. You know if he if he beats um Joe, it can he can become a legend. But I I ain't gonna say it's gonna break it because I just believe he's off season away from actually learning these things. See, this guy's still young, he's a young quarterback. <laughs> The thing is, though, like he's gonna have to climb this mountain of it. Like Joe Burrow is not going anywhere. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the Bengals are. I've been pretty consistent. The Chiefs obviously aren't going anywhere. So, I mean, one of these years he's gonna, like JD said. I mean, that game last year, I kind of felt for him because he. I mean, he played a hell of a game. I mean, he did pretty much everything he had to do. It's just Mahomes what took him down the field in 11 seconds or something. So, it's crazy. It's, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's. He's going to have to overcome Mahomes, Burrow. You know, Trevor Lawrence is upcoming too, man. I mean, Jacksonville, they had an incredible season compared to what they were expected, and they're a young team. I mean, they're only going to get better with time. The AFC so. the AFC is a lot better than the NFC, in my opinion. And, and oh, whoa, whoa, whoa there. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa there, fella. You mean there is three teams in the AFC that are good? I mean, how many teams? How many teams in the NFC we got? We got the the San Francisco 49ers and and the Philadelphia Eagles. We'd like to say, yep, three to two, three to two. Uh, I yeah, it's I mean, deeper though. AFC's deeper, man. Yeah, so, I say the AFC's well, what deeper. you mean? We we had a whole <laughs> division almost go to the to the playoffs. See, that's why I don't like that. Y'all said y'all said the Titans was this great team. Ended up not being this great team. Let's not pretend like we ain't all still back here looking back my on, over our right shoulder like Tom doing that thing he be doing. <laughs> like, hey, it, it, we'll find out tonight. No great team, but we'll find but, out. Hey, Tom, Tom and them zebras, boy. Look, hey, look, the greatest team, hey. <laughs> the greatest team hey. in the NFL yes, ever. Sir. All right, well, let's move into talking about an NFC team: the Vikings and the Giants. Kirk Thuggins. Aaron, you thought he was balling out, and, and I'm gonna go ahead. Tell me your take on on Cousins in that game, and give it to me, Brett. We, we were on the phone during this game. Actually, we were on on a Zoom call. We were thinking about doing an interview. And what did you say? What did you say? And then I, then I'll tell you my response. What was it? I'll be I'll be honest, man. In that fourth quarter, I was like, Kirk Cousins has played a hell of a game. Like I cannot believe I'm saying this, but it's that's the reality of it. He says that Thuggins is balling out. And the very next thing, on fourth and eight, fourth and nine, the man throws a four-yard pass to TJ Hawkinson. It carried four yards. And I said, and that is why that is why Kirk Cousins is trash. Absolutely trash. Absolute garbage. On fourth and eight, he throws it four yards. And all of a sudden, the rest of the game didn't matter. When it came down to it, the man couldn't throw the ball more than four yards for a completion. Hawkinson is a great, great tight end. But the defensive play was draped all over him. It's not like he threw it four yards and the defender came in and made an insane, you know, tackle to stop him from that first. He got tackled right away. He got tackled right away. And I, and I know – go ahead. No, I, I don't know if he got deer – like if he was a deer in the headlights on that where he's like, I just got to get rid of it. It's fourth down. Like, Garbage. Fuck, like, fuck it. Somebody's out there. I'm going to throw it. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know, man. It is – it is. no disrespect to Daniel Jones, but like, come on, man. Like, 
this guy, this is his first playoff game. Like, and yeah, the Giants are playing well, but you're you're at home. Like, I, I'm with you on the point that like you just got to get it done. I mean, you're you're 34 years old at this point. Like, I don't I don't want to hear the defense. Like, the defense sucks. Like, you put up 24 points against the the Giants, which are the Giants really that good? I I don't think so, to be honest with you. I got to flip it, man. Daniel Jones, over 300 yards passing in his playoff de- debut. Set He set the, the Giants quarterback record for rushing yards in a playoff game. And I, and I said it in the show before. If the Giants were going to win that game, Daniel Jones had to use his legs. And the man did 78 yards on the ground. You know, two touchdowns through the air, zero you know interceptions, zero fumbles. Jones balled out a flat out. And, I mean, this is a hot take, and I know I'm going to get yelled at, and I hope it doesn't happen. My hot take is that in the NFC, the Giants are going to represent the NFC for the Super Bowl. Go ahead and crucify me now. Go ahead. Yep, Roach. yep. It's coming. Here it comes. <laughs> All right. So before punching, I do this, I'm punching my butt any cheeks. giant fans <laughs> listening – you bums, leave me alone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Jones is not the guy that they they try to like just portray him as. He's not a bad quarterback. This man ain't terrible, and he's actually somewhat athletic when he ain't tripping over grass out there by himself. <laughs> this man is decent. He ain't good enough to beat us, though. He ain't that decent. <laughs> All right, let's not get crazy, bro. Oh, no, look, the Giants held on to the Eagles, and look how close the game was, and we didn't have any backups in. Well, look at the first game. You had in all your starters. They got their ass whooped. Yeah, that's facts. You got crucified. What is the playoffs now? Well, well, shit, tell me what Daniel Jones has done in the playoffs. He just won his first start. Had a yeah, almost flawless game. Flawless? I, I, it's a good game. It was a good game. Against, against the trash Cousins. defense. Yeah, against look, the trash hey, defense, hey. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, superstars excel in the spotlight. We know what Kurt doing the spotlight <laughs> disappears. Yeah, hey, look, hey, hey, he becomes the ghost. Where did you go? Daniel Jones <laughs> is a good quarterback. This giant team ain't terrible. They need more wide receivers. Obviously, they need some weapons. Saquon is a good running back. This team ain't ain't a Super Bowl team. We're not about to pretend like this team is this this amazing Super Bowl. They ain't representing shit, okay? <laughs> at the house on the chair. I don't even want to speak it into existence, but let's say that let's say the Giants come into Philly, find a way to win that game. They'll get steam. The 49ers will annihilate them, to be honest with you. There, there's they cannot keep up with that team. They'll get They'll get thrown all around the field like the bunch of bitches that they are. They're not an upper echelon team in any way, shape, or form. They're nine seven and one for a reason. They tied the Commanders. They they played a Minnesota team that had a, a negative or a, a barely positive uh, point differential. I thought the Vikings would win because they were. I mean, they're favored at home by three, which really means it's an even matchup. But I mean, it's just the Vikings not executing, man. I mean, there's no excuse for why we should lose this game. If we got to put a QB spy on Daniel Jones all day long and, and knock him into the turf every chance we get, I hope we do that. But the Giants aren't a great team, man. I don't want to I don't want to portray it. That, in my opinion, I don't want to portray that they are. Uh, they played a good game and they executed, but they're a long way away from being like that team to me. Hey, J.D., I meant to ask you, man. Hey, how, how much you pay for that? 
Hey, for what? Them hallucinations you taking because he ain't winning nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, you did text me and ask me for my dealer's number, like as a joke. <laughs> oh, but no, no. Hey, man, I hope I'm wrong, and, and that's the hottest take I'll probably ever make on this show. I said it last week. They win a game. It just rolls me into saying it again. I just like to rile people up, especially especially you, Roach. I know how much you uh, hate the Giants. I love how much you give me shit. So I, I couldn't resist. Couldn't resist, but. To be fair, that was the Giants' first win since 2011 Super Bowl. So you never know. I mean, is Daniel Jones the next Eli Manning? I guess we'll find out. Hey, if I'm being honest, Eli ain't that amazing. Yep. I'm about to, hey, look, hey, <laughs> there's some people out here that's about to be on me, but yeah. Two Super Bowls. You know, it is what it's the NFL. Every game in the playoffs, you're 0 0. And at the end of that 60 minutes, Who's up? That's what matters and moving forward. So I hear what you're saying. I, I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see the Eagles win. Obviously, being a diehard Eagles fan, I want the Eagles to win. That's just a hot take. Call some drama. It is what it is. So <laughs> let's move on here uh, to the next game, the third game on that Super Wild Card uh, Sunday, man. A hot take I had in that – it wasn't even a hot take. I think most people had this take. I thought the Bengals were going to absolutely steamroll the Ravens. I know I was joking about Huntley, Snoop Huntley, hanging out with Snoop Dogg because he was going to be so high he'd throw slow. Huntley looked good, bro. Huntley looked real good. Obviously, people go, oh, Lamar's the man. They would have won that game with Lamar. Do you even pay Lamar? Or, or do you look at what Huntley did in that game and do you think do you think to yourself, maybe we have some. Maybe we, maybe we let Lamar slide and go somewhere else, and maybe we just actually pay some good freaking receivers. I'm going to be honest, man. So it's a couple takeaways. I'm, I'm Three takeaways. Three takeaways from this game. First takeaway, Joe Burrow is human. He is <laughs> human. One touchdown, 209 yards. I didn't know if he was ever going to see it. I mean, he, he played a, a good game, a decent game. He played not to lose, I guess. That's the other thing, though. They lost their third starting offense alignment. Their first 15 games, they started the same five. They lost one each of their last three games. What was the problem last year in the playoffs? What was the problem in the Super Bowl? Burrow hey. was getting sacked. He was running for his life. And, hey, look, four sacks this game. Like I said, yeah. so so now we know that Mr. Joe Shiesty himself, Mr. <laughs> Iceball, is him, okay? <laughs> Aaron, you and I were watching this game, man. Uh, I know your roommate's a Ravens fan. I know you sent me a funny clip after that game of, of his dad swearing. Absolutely hilarious. I, I wish we could play the clip clip here. But anyway, uh, <laughs> as we were watching that game unfold, uh, we were we were a little bit surprised to say the least. But what are your thoughts? Uh, I think the Ravens played a hell of a game, man, to be honest with you. I mean, just the fact that they could run the ball against Cincinnati with no real hesitation. I mean, J.K. Dobbins said before the game, I want this game to be on my back. Mm -hmm. um after the game he was pretty pissed off I mean they they interviewed him and they and they kind of prefaced the question like you know do you wish you would have got the 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 sealer for that game was was that fumble by Huntley at the you know basically the one yard line yeah stupid play call man I'd fire that offensive coordinator so fast um if (laughs) if you're gonna do a QB and and maybe it was just Huntley's decision to go over the top like that but if you're gonna run a QB sneak man Get your big boys. Get Pat Ricard, that fullback, that's an absolute mm-hmm. tank, and yep. shove and shove Huntley through that offensive line. Do not put the ball in harm's way for that the ball to be knocked out of his hand. You you should never make that type of risk, especially in a playoff game. Like you got to know better. But I mean, yeah, like the Ravens hung in there. That Ravens defense. It, it doesn't matter if it's nineteen ninety nine, two thousand nine, two 
2019, the Ravens are going to have a defense that's going to show up. It does not yeah. matter. Uh, it just that organization has run well, run way too uh, well, I should say, to not have a defense. Like they just figure it out over and over again. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, other than that, that crucial mistake, whether you blame it on Huntley or the or the coordinator, I mean, you could be looking at Baltimore moving on, um, or at least forcing overtime. It, it just if you're a Ravens Absolutely. fan, if you're a Ravens fan, you got to be pissed. Like you got to think like we should have had this game. And that was just a horrible that whoever's decision that was Huntley or the coordinator to go over the top that cost you the game that, that you were in it the entire time you were in it for four quarters. And then that place, you know, that, that, that dug the hole for the, for the Ravens to, you know, eventually just be buried in, to be honest with you. Yeah. You hold the, the Bengals to 234 yards of total offense. They, the Ravens out yarded them by 130 yards, but what have we been saying all show? Two turnovers for the Bengals. I'm sorry, two turnovers for the Ravens, one for the Bengals, and that that extra turnover right at the end. I mean, that was a 14-point swing. You figure the, that you hand the ball to Dobbins, like you said, just have that big 300-pound fullback, just, just get in there. And all of a sudden, we got Sam Hubbard running 98 yards the other way. A 14-point swing, which ultimately was the difference. Bro, that play, I, I saw the ball come out. You watch the replay. First of all, I don't know what Hubbard's forty time is, but <laughs> that, that man could run. That man could rumble. That that big fellow was moving. I mean, I respect Mark Andrews came all the way down. I thought he was going to get him on the tackle. There was a a bit of a eh, you know shove to to Andrews, which I'm glad they had a no call. Hubbard can run. That man was on oxygen afterwards. But um, <laughs> hey, that that actually leads to my my second thing I took from the game, man. Hey. I got Ravens fans also in my ear. They want they want that offense coordinator gone, man. Like they've yep. been saying it throughout the season. Um, you know, you know, shout out to one of my friends, Nick, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Nuggs. But they want this guy out of here. And the game's on the line. You you don't reach that ball across there. Yep. But I honestly don't think it was that great of a play. And now I see what they've been talking about. Cause you you could have came up with almost anything better. Hunt is playing a decent game. He's playing the. Yeah. He's finally playing the game that you want him to play, and that's what you call. Yeah, I mean, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins was running well. Uh, Gus Edwards, two hundred and thirty pounds, like in that big, big fullback. Yeah, I, absolutely unbelievable. I mean, I believe that Greg Roman should be fired. I know Harbaugh has backed him up all year, but uh, I think the offensive coordinator should be gone. Matt, ninety-eight yard uh, touchdown was the longest fumble return in postseason history. Uh, kind of reminded me of James Harrison's uh, yeah. interception in the Super Bowl. The difference was Harrison had about three. There's about three or four missed penalties on that call there, uh, <laughs> and Harrison's return. So Steelers fans can hate me. I don't care. It is what it is. But that that was something, man. That was something. But yeah, I, I have a question for you boys. All right, what do y'all think of Marcus Peters? Because that watching him get beat was hilarious. That man is dirty. He runs his mouth, and Jamar Chase made him look like a baby. What do y'all think about Peters? I think it was more so just Jamar Chase. I mean, he do. I mean, don't Mark Spears got a ton of mouth. I mean, but that, that I believe that's a defensive player. A lot of times in a nutshell, uh, you, they loud, obnoxious. You you want to get in the, <laughs> of the guy's head, but man, Jamar Chase, that 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 boy different. That boy different. I right, look, he 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 is a great receiver. Eighty four yards on the game, nine receptions, one touchdown. I mean, his longest his longest was 19 yards. I mean, he's solid. I mean, it's not it's not like it's a ton of people in the league that can guard him. 
that's the thing. You double team Chase, and I mean Higgins is not a small guy either. He's a big receiver. You know Tyler Boyd. I, the Ravens played the perfect game defensively. They really did. I mean Chase, if his longest reception is 19 yards, you're doing something right. Like I said, you hold the the Bengals under 250 yards of total offense. It just comes down to an absolute garbage play call in the red zone at the two yard line. Um, whether it was Huntley making the call and his inexperience or, or Greg Roman, whatever it was, I mean, Ravens fans have to be with me. Last okay. takeaway that I took from the game. Okay. Do Lamar stay? Do, do, yep. do he come back the last game? Do we invest in receivers? I'll, I'll say this, man. Michael Vick came out and Michael Vick had that same injury. Uh, it was a PCL strain. I think that is what they called it. Um, and he said, he said, put a brace on it and play. So, I mean, Oof. I, I don't know, man. And and the whole thing was, I I know Lamar's in a contract year, but these these guys act like he like if he would have got injured again, he'd go from like, you know what, forty five million or forty million a year to like ten million. Like it's the playoffs, man. You I I think you got to suit up. And then if you're not going to suit up, he didn't travel with the team. That's a bad. That's a selfish look to me. That's I care about. Yeah. More, I care about Lamar more than I care about the Ravens. And then you, then you're going to sit across from the table from him, and and he's going to tell you. Well, this is why I'm worth more than than any quarterback in the league. When, I mean, let's be honest, he he he's won what one or two playoff games, but other than that, I mean, yeah, he has an MVP. He, he at times he's definitely unstoppable, and everything else. But it's like, do I want to give you the most guaranteed money after the after the two after the last two seasons? Um, nope. You know, you're you're banged up, and and you don't even travel with the team. That's a selfish move. I don't know, man. I, I'd tag him and I'd trade him, to be honest with you. That's what I would do. Lamar Jackson, New York Jets. What do you think? The Jets? Woody Johnson came out and said that he's willing to pay a, a lot of money for, for a quarterback. See, that's the thing. New York has a great defense. They've always had a great defense, but they have yet to get a quarterback. You throw Lamar Jackson into the fold there, running quarterback, Garrett Wilson, who probable offensive uh, rookie of the year, can you imagine that, though? Can you imagine Lamar up there with those weapons in that offense with that defense? I mean, he's used to playing with a good defense behind him, so it's not really that much of a switch from Baltimore to, to New York in that case. But what yeah, do you think? You're in, the same, you're in the same position. You ain't got no weapons. Garrett Wilson. I don't know. Come on, Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, man, Elijah, come on, man. Elijah <laughs> Moore. Bree, come on. Yeah, Elijah yeah, Moore. Jets, the Jets got some weapons, man. What? Man, them, them <laughs> may, man. You put them players on any other team, and we, we, we not even calling them starters, bro. Like, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson with with uh absolute trash, Zach Wilson with Mike White and old man retired Joe Flacco put up on like a thousand yards. Come on now, you can't, hey, you can't look, tell Mike, me. Mike White ain't bad. Mike White ain't bad. I ain't gonna let y'all talk bad about Mike White. No, he's respectable. Man, Jared Wilson ain't like that. I mean, he not terrible. He not terrible. Is he in your top 10? <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. You know oh, I mean? right, we're going to do top 10s. we got to do top 10s. Yeah, I bet he ain't in your top 10. Bet you ain't even think about him. Oh, man. He's young. Me... They got a young receiving core. They got a young offense. He had 1,103 yards with garbage quarterback play. He's 22 oh. years old, man. 1100. 11, I thought he's, 20, I thought he's 22 years old, man. And you he's, see, and you see what overly damn. young do. We had overly young receiving core last year, and we was like, hey, we need AJ. I get that, but they're not, they're not garbage. They're not like, 
they're all, they're all, garbage. They're all, I said their garbage. offensive line is garbage. I'll give you that. The Jets like, offensive hey, line is, is hot. And that's, what, and that's what y'all want, Lamar, who already run a lot playing behind. You just said he was already getting injured all the time. That's what you look. Come on now. I didn't say Send I Lamar to the Dolphins. <laughs> I didn't say that I want. Uh, that I wanted Lamar to be on, on the Jets. I just, I just, that's what you boys thought. So uh, clearly, clearly, Roach here is not about it. So mm-hmm. ain't about it. They're, you're gonna have to get a mobile quarterback for the Jets, though, man. Like Derek Carr will get killed up there. Man, look, if Lamar goes to the Jets, he's gonna be like Legos. It's gonna be a piece of him <laughs> over there, a piece of him over there, a piece of him. It's gonna be pieces everywhere. You don't need, you don't need to go to the Jets. All right. Oh <laughs> uh, no, that's that's funny. Anyway, yeah, let's ro- roll into one of our listeners. Well, more than one of our listeners, but one in particular favorite segment here. We got the, our shit show of the week and our, our standout stud of the week. Shit show of the week, and I already dogged on him earlier. I think this is undeniable. Brandon Staley, or we could go with the whole Chargers staff, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, Brandon Staley, Brandon Staley, my shit show of the week. Enough said. <laughs> what do you got? What do you boys got, Aaron? Uh, my shit show of the week, I'm going to say Greg Roman. Man, uh, okay, we just touched on that. I mean, you know, like I said, I don't know if it was Huntley that took it upon himself to go over top, but regardless, they could have called a much better play there. We could be sitting here saying how the Ravens shocked the world and beat the Bengals with their backup, and instead, we're not. So, uh, Greg Roman, uh, if he doesn't get the axe, I'll be, I'll be surprised. Man, my shit show of the week. Got to go to the, that Seahawks coaching staff. Hey, I get it. They, they play decent, but <laughs> hey, you, 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 you've seen the ending score. 23 to 41. Do better. Do better. <laughs> Man, this is the first time we've come at coaches in the shit show of the week, and all three of us uh, got, got a different segment. Absolutely loving it, loving it. So standout stud of the week, Roach. We'll start with you. Who's your stud this weekend? My stud this weekend. Man, I – I don't, I don't, I don't want to give it to him, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I got to do it. I got to do it. My 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 stud of the week definitely got it. <laughs> this man, it, man right here is hard for him to yeah, say. Yeah, man. It's Josh <laughs> Allen, man. You play like garbage, <laughs> and then you – man. What? Bro, oh. I know, man. You play – you throw them interceptions, and I talk so much trash about them. But 352 yards for three touchdowns, man, is it, that, that shit crazy, man? Like as much as bro, he Stephon Diggs 114, Gabe Davis 113. You you run for 20, like bro. Hey, look, I don't want to give it to him because I I don't want to be the ones that just accept how trash he be being. But the, <laughs> the, the man, the damn dog. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right, Aaron, what do you got? I got this one. It's kind of like a split between Doug Peterson and. And Travis NTN. Um, the reason okay. I say that is because Doug Peterson is as pass happy as Nick Sir- Sirianni is. And <laughs> and Doug Peterson held that restraint, man. He was like, you know, we're down 27 nothing, but we're still not just going to pass every single play. We're going to strategically get back in this game, um, which shocked me. I thought they'd just come out, throw, 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 and then just bury themselves to the point where it was embarrassing. But the Jaguars found a way, and – Travis Etienne, obviously the Chargers are probably playing back, expecting the pass. They're up a lot of points, but I mean the guy went 20, 20 carries for a buck oh nine. You'll mm-hmm. take that any in his playoff debut. Uh, you'll take that. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, Doug Peterson slash uh, Etienne Jr. Fair enough. Yeah, I got a 
Sam Hubbard. Um, mentioned him <laughs> earlier. Now I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember who who knocked the ball out of his hands, but the big man Sam Hubbard still rumbled his way 98 yards for the touchdown. Um, with the envoy, you know, I'm pretty sure if they could have, he probably got a draft from the guys behind him, you know, to make him go faster, you know, like a NASCAR, you get a bump draft. That's probably what that man had, but, uh, two tackles, two solo tackles, two assists. And that, uh, that game changing return for a touchdown, the ball fell right in his hands, but the big, big fella still had to run it back. So I'm going to give it to Sam Hubbard, my uh, standout stud of the week. So on this super wild card weekend. Now, I don't know when this this show will get out to y'all listeners. Uh, The game will either be in progress or it might have already happened, but we're going to real quick preview the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've gone, we've talked about this in nausea about Tom Brady. Cowboys are favored in this game, if I do believe so. Is that ridiculous? I mean, Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions, but fear not, Cowboys fans. Matthew Stafford led the league last year in interceptions, and he won the Super Bowl, so... What do we got here? Is it ridiculous that the Cowboys are favored? It's ridiculous because the the Cowboys don't got a triple crown receiver named Cooper Cup. Get out of here, get out of <laughs> here, get out of here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this with y'all. And, and, and all you Cowboy fans can go back under the couch after this game. I'm tired of seeing you, and I'm tired of hearing you. Dak, Dak has played atrociously this year. Y'all can be like, oh, he didn't play that bad. He tied the interception rate with four less games, okay? Four five less. Four, five? That's worse. That's worse. I'm not doing this with y'all. Uh, See, I, I'm going to give y'all this. I used to say C.D. Lamb wasn't a true number one receiver. I'm going to give Give it to you. He's a number one receiver. I'm not going to take any more, per- but we not doing this, okay? <laughs> Aaron, what do you got, man? Are, uh, are you going to agree with Roach on this one, or the, do you have you have fire back for him? On on paper, Dallas is far and above better on paper. Yeah, they don't play the game on paper though. Obviously, they play it on the Oof. on the on the field. So, I mean, I, I see why they would get. Uh, you know, to be favored in the game. I see why Vegas might go that way. I mean, they've had a great season. All things considered, Tampa Bay has kind of, you know, escaped a lot of bad games. I mean, they beat uh, the rest. a bit. Yeah, well, always that. Um, <laughs> they, they beat a bad Arizona team barely uh, with Trace McSorley in there. No, no disrespect to my guy, but, I mean, he's a third stringer. So, but then, you know, they, they barely beat the Saints on a last second, like, this Bucks team isn't good, but what do I say, man? I don't bet against Brady in the postseason. Guy is about as money as 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 he can be, you know, nine times out of ten. I'm almost to the point where I, I want to see the Cowboys win this game and then just get eliminated next round because I just hate Tom Brady so much. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Just go away, man. The, the less noise out of Tom Brady. I'd rather hear the Cowboys fans, you know, clamoring, we're going to win it all this year for one more week. <laughs> they'll, they'll get it out of their system. They'll get all that, and then – one week later, you know, we'll be talking six days later. They'll they'll lose in the in the the next round, and it'll be all all gravy. So, uh, <laughs> like I said, I wouldn't mind. That's I'm just Tom Brady can just go away, go to an island. I want to pretend like he doesn't exist. I'm sorry, I can't. Do Tom that. ain't going nowhere. Tom gonna be playing this game till we eighty five. Bionic knees. Tom's gonna be playing forever. Say it ain't so. No, man, uh, it's it's tough to vote against Brady. 
I'm sorry. It's it's easy to uh, to root against Brady, but it's tough to to vote against him as far as as bets go. I put a little something down for the Bucks to win that game against the Cowboys. I would like to be wrong. I'd like to see the Cowboys eliminate Brady. I'd like to see him pouting and screaming his way off the field. <laughs> uh, awful end to an awful year for him, but uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, Mike Evans at three touchdowns in that last game. Tom just brings it in a totally different way in the playoffs. Like I said. When you enter the playoffs, it's 0-0. You got 60 minutes of football to, to play, and it doesn't matter what you did those first 17 games. So it's going to be tough to tough to see Brady going down as far as that goes. I think the Cowboys can do it if Dak cleans up the interceptions. I think it's going to come down to turnovers, honestly. If you're saying that, anybody that say, well, Michael Parsons has been having a hell of a year. Hey, it matter what you did the first 17 games. Look, I don't want to hear nothing else about Michael. My second point was Michael Parsons needs to show up. I was just about to say that. I, I know I was saying that. So Michael Parsons needs to ball out, man. Shut your mouth and play like the defensive <laughs> player that everybody knows that you can be, bro. Clyde, I don't know what the defensive coordinator for the for the Dallas Cowboys has been doing. I don't like they just completely forgot how to rush the passer. But you know, I hope Michael Parsons comes in and, and just you know, again, Harrisburg, PA native. Shout out to to right down the Beltway for us. Real close to home. I hope he comes in. I hope he puts uh, Brady on the turf like three or four times. I'd like to see the Cowboys win this game. Can't believe I'm saying it, but at the same time, you know, let's go. Let's go. We didn't boys. We didn't boys for one more week. That's how you know the Brady hate is real. When we're we're, we're rooting for our arch rival. That's a good Get him right. out. Hey, get y'all him out of on here. I'm tired of them. I'm to go home. They'll go home <laughs> next week, man. Don't worry about it. They'll go home next week. Oh, man. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. So uh, this coming up Friday, uh, for those who who listen, and we hope that you continue to listen, we appreciate all y'all. We're going to try to get a small segment in. I have a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. He's my best friend, so I'm going to try to get him on for a couple minutes just to talk about the Jags game. We're a Kansas City Chief fan that that hopefully we're going to line up as well to talk, just do a little segment. Uh, my cousin's a Cowboys fan, so if the Cowboys win this week, I'm going to try to get him on. Just to do a little something different for uh, for you guys, just to have perspectives from fans other than us, you know, triple team Eagle fans. So definitely don't want to miss that on Friday. Um, great show overall today, Roach. Always a pleasure to have you on. Lots of laughs on a Monday. And uh, hopefully next week, you know, we'll be celebrating an Eagles dub as well going into the NFC Championship game. Well, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. You know, it's always a pleasure. It's always good and fun doing a show with y'all on Monday. You know, let's watch the Eagles go get this dub against the Giants. You know yes, what I'm saying? And let's 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 put this latest thing on down to bed. Let's lay this thing down to bed. <laughs> Sounds good to me, Aaron. Who are we shouting out today, my friend? Uh, yeah, always always a good show with Roach. Oh, it, it makes Mondays go a lot a lot better than than a normal Monday will. So. Shouting out a uh, fan in the van, first of all, just because it was his birthday last Friday, or I'm sorry, le- yeah, last Saturday, uh, just a couple of days ago there, uh, got his victory cigars and everything else for uh, another trip around the, another trip around this great planet, as he said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely check out him, fan in the van podcast, uh, and check out Steel Talk if you're a Steelers fan or, or just an NFL fan, he got a new show, so Pretty pretty cool uh, insight. Definitely, uh, they should hire him to be the GM. Hopefully, that happens. But uh, uh, 1420 as well, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, uh, 1420 in the morning, all different types of shows they do uh, off of their main show. But just check out there what they have going on because uh, I guarantee they'll make you laugh. And then uh, level the playing field, 
I'm drawing a blank on the one gentleman's name on level of playing field, but he is a Chargers fan, so hopefully he's not on suicide watch. Oh, uh, <laughs> after that that debacle, man, because I'm sure he was over the moon when they were up twenty seven nothing. He's used to the to the atrocity that usually happens. So, uh, yeah, there you guys are in my thoughts with 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 that whole <laughs> that whole debacle. But definitely check those podcasts out and and appreciate all the listeners and uh, we'll continue to try and pump as much content as we can to you guys. Yeah, man, that that was dark for sure, but um, <laughs> it, it is what it is. There there was no charge to make it bright in that dark comment, so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> rock out. We're gonna rock out with that. But check us out on Twitter. Twitter handle brutally honest, but without the T, brutally honest, because Twitter won't give us the T. Make sure you share this with your friends. Give us a rating on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever y'all listening. We really appreciate it. Hope y'all have a good rest of your day, rest of your night, and we will see you guys Friday to preview the next part of the playoffs. Be safe, y'all. Go Birds.